Hey, we got an announcement for everybody who checked out last week's episode on YouTube. You almost got an entirely different episode of the Peter Pod Network. One where I hosted wearing nothing but a sheet while laying across the bright orange couch holding the canned ham. And that's also the reason why we no longer drink at writer's meetings anymore. Hello and welcome to a show that says things like, Hey, you got something on your chin? No, the fourth one. Here on the Peter Pod Network! Season 2! Because your theory is, we're going to go down there and have a donkey barbecue and I'm going to furnish the ass, right? You are not. You don't know where that's been. Hello and welcome back and a happy belated Mother's Day as we kick off Season 2, Episode 13 of the Peter Pod Network. Just before the show started, Will in the back did inform me that this is in fact our 52nd episode of the Peter Pod Network. A full year. Shit. Funny how time flies and you're busy being a giant asshole. Man, we have been amazingly giant assholes. Alright, let's get this started the only way we know how and you all love. I am Peter Pod, he's Will in the back, and our mascot Melissa Cody, aka the butt slut, has fallen on hard times. Reports are that her family dinners now consist of sitting on the floor and opening her legs, and having the kids catch all the crabs. Aw, family time. That's right, the Peter Pod Network has returned just to see who else we can piss off. We get a live show for you this week as we talk about things like Robert De Niro's just announces seven child at the age of 79. I'm pretty sure that means we can change his title from actor to orphan maker. Because both father and child are showing up to that first day at daycare wearing diapers. He's fucking lucky if he lives past that. Tucker Carlson is also a new show on Twitter. Now that his new boss is Elon Musk, you know two things are about to happen. One, that motherfucker's about to do a hell of a sequel to the Twitter files. And two, Don Lemon is fucking pissed. Also, Title 42 has officially expired and everyone is waiting for the American border cops to just give up and go home. And also... Representative George Santos is back in the news as he was indicted on 13 or so charges that ought to keep us entertained for at least another year. Fuck George Santos, but yay entertainment. And if you'd like to send a butt slut joke of your own and maybe have it read on the air like Darian and Derry did, send your email to thepeterpodnetwork at gmail.com. we don't read it on the show, then you know it really sucked. We do not try hard. Let us know what you liked and what you didn't. We'll be sure to let you know where you can stick it. Not actually joking about that, by the way. We really are giant assholes. We weren't kidding. Not quite on the level of the butt slut. I mean, you could drive an aircraft carrier through that shithole, but still, we are proud to be the dicks that we are. Let's make sure to include the T-H-E when you write into the thepeterpodnetwork at gmail.com. Since we're on the emails last week, we had our first show with video, and damn, did our emails blow up. We haven't been able to respond to all the listeners who wrote in, so we figured we can send out a few answers right now. To begin with, Jessica. Yes, it is lovely hair. Yes, it is all mine. I ain't that old yuppity bitch. You put in your email that you wanted to touch my hair like four times. That's fucking creepy and you could end up on a watch list somewhere doing that shit. Next was Jay, who also actually gave us last week's butt slut joke, so thank you again, Jay. That's a big yes. Yes, those are shitty cloth walls, and yes, we are waiting for delivery on a drop curtain that isn't quite so shitty. We hang them so you don't have to see Will in the back make faces during the whole fucking show. No, it's really just there so you don't have to see the cluttered shelves in a certain three-foot-tall statue of a hobbit that Will in the back keeps in the studio. We would get rid of it, but his name's Steve, and we like to make it tell dirty jokes, and we drink too much. I'm telling you, Steve is the funniest fuck in the room after you've had a few. 
Next we have Mandy. Mandy, we would love to smoke with you and your dad. You had us with the words Mario Kart Tournament. Someone was listening to season one. And the last one I'll answer is, she looks like we got a couple emails asking, am I reading a script? And to answer that, well, eh, kinda. It's more of a starting point that I can play with. I generally don't look at the camera anyways because there's always something going on on my screen. With my ADD, that's like waving a hooker in an alibi in front of a politician. I'm going to check that shit out every time. There were a few more emails, and for some reason you people really wanted to talk about my hair, which, I gotta say, not creepy at all. I mean, it's nice hair, sure. Probably better than, say, the hair that grows on Queen Elizabeth's corpse's taint, right? That little in-between area there. But other than that, like I said, those emails are kind of fucking weird. Anyways, we could go through it all. We could end up being here for a while. So luckily I spared you what I could, and you're fucking welcome. Remember to hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you are hearing us on and make sure to give us a follow at Peter Pod Network on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and also Amazon Music, Spotify, YouTube, Samsung Podcasts, and pretty much wherever podcasts can be found. To be honest, though, I don't even know all the places that we are published to every week. So if you uh, you see a search bar, type in Peter Pod Network and see what happens. Except Apple. We're not going to deal with them until after the paternity test. And if you want to find the home of all things Peter Pod Network, then simply go to peterpodnetwork.com to see the archives with all the episodes, the songs, the bits, and everything else that makes the Peter Pod Network New Hampshire's favorite shitty little show. So I thank those of you who listened to it more than one episode of the Peter Pod Network know what we do next. So let's get right into it with King of the Jackals! Well, I guess you know we're about to piss somebody off. And piss somebody off, we will. That's right, King of the Jackholes is back with a whole new ass bag that we'd like to shit on. And once again, we get to piss off the ladies. So let's start the ball rolling with this week's Queen of the Jackholes, Vivian Alexandra Gomez of Florida. She's currently facing charges for performing a backroom butt lift on a Kim Kardashian look-like OnlyFans girl who later died of cardiac arrest. First, nothing about this isn't fucked up. I know we're supposed to drag the shit out of the ass doctor. It wasn't actually a doctor. But was trying to save the world one ass at a time, though. Gotta give her that. There is no way in hell we aren't gonna discuss that. Fuck. Girls. Women. If this is what you've turned into, some trick to be bought on OnlyFans, please don't complain about why you can't find a good man. Good men don't want that. But the fact that everyone is talking about the ass doctor, and no one is talking about how it's not absolutely silly as shit that this moron is copying someone who's claimed to fame as being the chick who fucked Ray J on camera. Just so she can get naked on the internet for money. From what I'm sure was the best examples of humanity. After all, that is what they always say. Only the classiest of people pay to watch a celebrity wannabe shove a golf trophy up every hole. And then she died from injecting whatever a black market pooba wanted to inject in her ass. Why the fuck is everybody focusing on the not-quite-a-doctor? Sure, what the not-a-doctor did was illegal as shit. What her patient did was dumb as fuck. I mean, come on now. I've stopped trying to figure out what makes someone want to lure married men and women and lonely, desperate people into their shit and try to drain their wallets. To see that as a career option, well, OnlyFans sounds more like the guys in India who try to scam people out of the social security checks. I mean, let's face it, yeah, you may be making fucking bank, but so do crack dealers. I don't want my kids to be them or their victims either. And speaking of kids, I hope you're ready for the day the kids at school start telling your kids, at least my mom's not on OnlyFans, and how you explain why you can't participate in career day at your kid's school is going to be fucking hilarious. Pay to see that shit on your page. But beyond being sort of skeezy, Kinda Kim Kardashian chose to look like one of the only celebrities out there who looks deformed. Seriously, hit your Google boxes and search for an unedited Kim Kardashian at the beach photo. Those legs look like cottage cheese on fried chicken. Her ass looks like it's allergic to something. Nothing can be that swollen without something being horribly wrong. Or pregnant. And I do not want to see what kind of fucking phantasm that ass could give birth to. Fuck that. 
And again, we don't want to shy away from this week's winner of Queen of the Jackholes, but it takes a special kind of extra chromosome-based thinking to think that the doctor's office that has no actual doctors was the place to be when you want something shot into your ass. Not saying she earned this, but, I don't know, play stupid games. So back to Dr. Assbender, Vivian Alexandra Gomez, the actual winner of this week's award. It's hard to give her shit because she is obviously removing the dumbest of the species. The more I walk around Walmart, the more and more I see the need. But to be the equivalent to a Mexican pharmacy and practicing medicine without a license, and more importantly taking away the spank bank for a lot of guys, I really had no choice but to name you the winner this time around. And for not quite a Dr. Gomez, we gotta ask, how the fuck do you find these people? Is there really a market for sketchy insta whores who need whatever you can find around the office shot into their asses? How the fuck does one of these retards know that you didn't just grab a bottle of Windex and shoot that shit straight up into their shitting cushions? The real reason people choose an actual doctor isn't so much because you want it done right, so you can sue the motherfucker when they fill the syringe with liquid paper, and now you have to explain why you have a permanent white cum stain on your ass. So, just putting this out there, the parents of the deceased, we are truly sorry for your loss, but your kid was a fucking idiot. Which sucks for them. I mean, really. They raised someone to be so fucking dumb that they let a random person inject their ass whatever they decided to choose. It must have been a fucked up funeral service. Please accept our condolences that your kid was a fucking retard. Imagine having to explain that one to the priest who gives the service when he asks how she died. Ah, uh, yes, father. She was a professional whore who died from having shit shot into her ass. That must have gone over well. And I promise, we want a bag on the fake doctor so fucking bad. I really do promise. And she is still the winner of this week's Queen of the Jackals. But fuck. You gotta be a complete idiot for this to be the reason for your death. And I really hope no one is thinking about suing anyone over this either. What the fuck are you gonna say in the court? She wanted to look more like the world's biggest whore and the stranger used her desire to be a complete piece of shit? You know, we use the word mental midget a lot on this show. But holy fuck. I think we found one of the absolute dumbest ways to die so far in the history of this program. And seriously, girls. This is who you want to be? A desperate fucked up wannabe? So deluded that you think an extra four dollars is worth proving to the world that you really are the stupid fucking piece of shit whore that they already think you are? Well, good luck with that. OnlyFans may be for entrepreneurs, but it's also apparently for fuckheads. But that said, because you brought this stupidity to light and proved that there was more retarded folks than we originally thought, Vivian Alexandra Gomez, you are Queen of the Jackals! Stay tuned for the rant right after this. Hello everybody, my name's Jeff McConaughey, and I want to talk to you about Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor. The only malt liquor you need to get that bitch to shut the fuck up. Here at Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor, we pride ourselves in not only brewing the finest toilet-based malt liquor, but also creating a few of that signature aroma that was once used in Texas gas chambers. Do you wish for a simpler time when the internet was only used for free porn? When a man could punch another man just for being not a man. Well, my friends, what you need is the drunken advantage. The same drunken advantage lets you tell the cops exactly what you think of them while puking on their shoes. The same drunken advantage lets you know that this night will most likely end with a devastating shot from a taser gun. That same drunken advantage tells the world you are more than ready to die to fight over a bowl of pretzels. Brewed to our low standards to keep the cost low for you, our customers, and sold out of the bathroom without a lock on the door at your local gas station. Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor is dedicated to bringing you only the best in turpentine and kerosene-based adult beverages that are sure to make any party a problem for the cops. You see, just because the judge says no, or because your cousin said yes, 
or just because you want to remember what you did last night when you wake up tomorrow morning. What you need is the Drunken Advantage. Drunken Advantage malt liquor. Because life is sometimes funnier when it makes no sense. Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor is not responsible for any altercations with the police related to the fucked up shit you did while drinking Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor. Fuck you, Jethro. You're paying for your own lawyer. What are the words to the song? I don't know, but I'll carry on. Because I've got something to say. And here comes the rant of the week. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to an all-new rant for episode 13. This is the place where we bitch about the what, compared to the king of the jackals, who. This week, well, after I spent a long night in a deep hole in YouTube, I came across the Island Boys. And I gotta say, I don't know what's worse. The fact these two retards even exist, or the fact they're able to make so much money off you fucking morons on the internet. And don't try to blame someone else for their success. I know sure as shit it wasn't the ARP crowd that set these future meth heads up in that fucking mansion. No, this one's all on you, and seriously. This isn't a giant cry for help that people on the internet will donate or contribute to fucking anything. And Robin Williams never ordered a rope and a stool. I also like to think he was humming never had a friend like me. That's just me. But after taking a long night wandering around YouTube and Facebook, and a little bit of Twitter, the shit you people made popular is fucking mind-blowing. How the fuck is watching industrial ice cream making a thing? Do you realize you people have brought back the after-school special? Sure, now they're in tight little three-minute clips. But fuck, Janet. I don't care if the high society lady shouldn't make fun of the janitor. Back when I was in high school and used to run this shit on TV, I was too busy smoking pop with my friends in the woods and making fun of the queer kid. And I do have to ask, and I'm not trying to be a dick here, but who the fuck is filling social media with clips from Full House and Everybody Loves Raymond? This shit was good in the decade it was made in. But that shit has a time and place, and it's called Nick at Night when I can't sleep. I go from watching a guy turn someone's face into hamburger on a fucking UFC fight on Facebook Watch, right into Danny Tanner giving Michelle a speech on the benefits of Sharon. I'm sorry, but unless he's sharing how to put that annoying as fuck Kimmy Gibbler in a crossface, I really don't give a fuck. How awesome would that have been to see, by the way? Uncle Jesse just smacks DJ in her fucking fat little face when she talks back. Would have been the first house in history to have three women in absolute silence. Would have actually watched that show. But back to our point, you people really do make the dumbest fucking things popular. Never mind all the fucked up TikTok challenges over the years. Now I'd hope after that lady had to have surgery on her choach after the Mentos challenge, you fuckers were to learn a thing or two. But apparently skin grafts on your labia isn't a powerful enough message. Now we have things like the knockout game for pets, where you inbred turd breeders punch people's animals. I dare one of you mongoloids to take a swing at a Rottweiler, though. Sure, you'll punch a cat or a pocket dog. What we really want to see is what happens when you get that dumb with a fucking pit bull. I mean it. I dare ya. And after that dog has rightfully fucked you up, you can tell us how awesome and fun TikTok challenges are after the doctors put your throat back together, you fucking retards. A lot of good has come from the internet. To deny that would be just as dumb as the guy who makes videos eating things out of the dumpster. Which you all watched over a million times, by the way. But the other 90% of the internet, it's either free porn or the most nonsensical shit humanity has to offer. I mean, you made David after dentist more popular than Obama's announcement that we finally killed Bin Laden. We're the only generation of our civilization to say that cat videos deserve their own channel on TV. And it's one of the most popular fucking channels out there. What the hell is wrong with you? If there really is such a thing as common sense, then we have lost it. We went from being a planet dedicated to nuclear disarmament and hands across America to the planet that watched bottle flipping videos over a billion times. And that's billion with a capital B. That's how fucked up you all are. A billion views. 
think y'all need to go outside more and maybe get laid. So I guess what we're trying to get at with this week's rant is, someday every social media platform's going to follow Facebook and have a memories bit that pops up every so often. And we're going to feel pretty fucking dumb and shitty pretty fucking fast when we see the kind of retardation that we spent our lives taking in. The kids are going to shame us. I think you're going to have to fucking accept it. Because we are the generation of planet Earth that decided we'd rather watch a guy spend an hour opening Pokemon cards on YouTube than spend 20 minutes learning how to change the oil in our own fucking cars. Next up, the BPN News. Coming to you live from the Peter Pod News Station's world-famous Stage 5, join our hosts in discovering what makes you tick, New Hampshire. Is your neighbor secretly running a Taiwanese brothel out of his basement? Yeah! Are they open when I get off work tonight? They are. Do we know if they accept checks? They do. Can someone call my wife and let her know I'll be late? On it. This is... The PPN News. Hello and welcome to the PPN News, New Hampshire's only source for blunt and offensive news. First up, tonight we weren't sure it was possible, but OnlyFans just became a little bit creepier. So Stratford County Courts are now dealing with a man who just last fall was found in the attic of an OnlyFans girl in Summersworth, New Hampshire, taking pictures and most likely jacking off so much that he put a new coat of whitewash all over those attic walls. Mauricio Guerrero from Pennsylvania was arrested February 9th of last year on five counts of burglary and two counts of evasion of privacy after the OnlyFans whore called police because she heard someone on her roof. Police described the scene after they found Guerrero hiding in the attic at the location, and are speculating that he's been up there for a bit. Most people seem to agree, though. Fuck did you expect? The victim in this case had already admitted that she was fucking with Guerrero's head in order to get more cash out of the desperate future stalker, and was sending him drunken messages stating that she loved him, and even slept with him at one point. We aren't saying stalking's a good thing, but neither is being a piece of shit OnlyFans asshat who's more than happy to destroy families and prey on the most desperate people on the planet, which is pretty much everybody on OnlyFans. The internet community has been active on this case as well, as support is growing for Guerrero to get the therapy he obviously needs, and for the OnlyFans girl in question to have her pussy sewn shut until she can learn how to use it responsibly. Next night, the winners of the 2023 Manchester, New Hampshire taco tour that occurred on Elm Street a week or so ago have been announced. It appears the Firefly American Bistro has won for the second time with a Chewbacca chicken and cheese taco. Walking Street tacos and spicy chicken whatevers were all the rage as thousands of participants and over 90 vendors shut down Elm Street, pissing off the rest of the city who had places to be. In what is being described as the country's largest taco tour, the winner this year takes home a $1,000 prize and the knowledge that they helped to destroy the Manchester public sewer systems just a little bit more. Second and third place winners were announced but won't be right here on this program because everyone who didn't win first place should feel like the losers that they are. Second place is just the prettiest participation trophy, Timmy. All in all, the event is being considered a success as the weather and community seem to hold on long enough for the taco tour to occur without incident. With small exception being the guy who went into a porta potty we do mean into a porta potty to retrieve a cell phone he dropped while releasing the tacos he ate back into the wild. He was taking a shit. There, I said it. Then lastly tonight in the PPN News, Get out that Darth Vader bong you've been hiding in your closet because Governor Chris Nunu just announced the most popular flip-flop by a politician as he's announced that his office is offering a path forward to legalize marijuana recreationally. And it could happen during this legislative session. In an effort to keep things under control, a narrow plan for state-controlled distribution is being put forth and get this. One of the ideas is that they don't throw a tax on it so the price would be more attractive than getting your smoky smoky on the street. Which we're sure the cartel folks who smuggle the street weed in are gonna love. I mean, they've always been reasonable people, right? 
They've never attacked a community for fucking with a drug trade that we can remember. But fear not, as the governor has suggested, that New Hampshire's possible weed distribution should be handled the same way New Hampshire has its own liquor stores, which basically means that instead of getting shit-faced and immediately hitting the highway, New Hampshire residents would be able to get stoned off their asses and then immediately hit the highway. The local police in New Hampshire were at first against the new measure, but once it was explained that, sure, accidents will most likely go up, but every accident scene will smell like patchouli and chances are someone there will have snacks. Hello, friends. My name is Jeff McConaughey, and I'm here to tell you all about that drunken advantage malt liquor. The only alley-made malt liquor that's stronger than those pussies that make moonshine. Why, in fact, lab testing has shown that drunken advantage malt liquor is everything you need to start the day off right. And if you don't feel like working anymore, just say you're blind. Once you show them you love that car fluid flavor of drunken advantage malt liquor, everyone will be showering you in sympathy. Here at Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor, we spend a full 20 to 22 minutes perfecting that toilet bowl quality brew that you know and love. In fact, last week alone, we added three more dead cats to our mash to bring out those familiar qualities that remind you of grandma's cooking. And dad's pure hate for Mexicans. So the next time the man comes down on you for something fucking stupid, like trying to run down your brother with your truck after you catch him trying to fuck your favorite mule, or when the newsman says it won't rain, but it does. And now you have to wait to dig that mouthy bitch a shallow grave. Or when Nickelback makes a new album. What you need is the drunken advantage. That same drunken advantage led to such things as the beer koozie, or the foam dome, or, and this one's our favorite, an insanity defense against domestic violence charges. Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor promises to keep up our goal of innovation and standards. Why, just last week when we added the extra cats, we also threw in half a possum that we wrestled away from the dogs. And we do that just for you. Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor. Because the Jimmy Kimmel Show ain't getting any better on its own. Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor probably supports this year's pledge against abuse. While everyone marches in the parade, please know our contribution to keep everyone else at home and drunk as shit is the least we can do. Yes, that's right. Welcome back to another edition of Our World, the only show that says, yes, you, yes, you are a giant piece of shit. Well, we all are, so get over it, buddy. The Dutch national Jordan Vandersloot, which is exactly what I would name someone who was a Nazi youth, will finally be extradited to the United States to face charges of extortion and wire fraud connected to the death of Natalie Holloway 18 years ago. You may remember in 2005 as the world lost their shit at word of Holloway's disappearance and some initial confusion as some members of the media confused Jordan Vandersloot with the actor James Vanderbeek which led to some of the funniest Dawson's Creek parodies the world has ever seen, especially one where Joey gets a rape kit. But thankfully, the beak wasn't the man being investigated, and everyone was introduced to the correct prime suspect, who everyone else knew did it, but no one could prove it. Vandersloot was arrested a few times, but was consistently released due to a lack of evidence. 
course, that is until he murdered 21-year-old Stephanie Flores in Lima. Asking the poster child for the Hitler fan club shit himself and was finally convicted of being the piece of shit ass bag we all knew he was. Mexican border of the United States about to become the biggest party on earth, Title 42, an immigration provision set up during the COVID-19 pandemic, ended last Thursday. But hey, at least you know that party's gonna have the best drugs and plenty of tequila and tacos. Predictions are flying around fast and loose as Title 42 comes to that end, and speculations are running wild as just what will happen as a result. Many in the Republican Party think this is gonna lead to the end of America as we know it. Like we're gonna replace the bald ego with the empanada or something. And those in the Democratic Party think Title 42 ending will lead to the peace on Earth that we've all been desiring. Or something. They haven't really said what they think will happen. But we got a feeling that if everybody comes in and wants to vote Republican, the Democrats will tattoo Title 42 to their fucking foreheads. Now, so tonight, former Fox News anchor Tucker Carlson has announced in conjunction with Twitter that he'll be bringing a new show exclusive to the social media platform sometime later this year. While the Twitterverse has been a buzz about the latest announcement, those on the left have decided that Elon Musk is the devil and must be punished. Too bad for those fuckheads, though. The most of the traffic that comes to their OnlyFans or Instagram pages comes through Twitter. And of course, the fact they all want electric cars, and Elon makes the most popular one. Should be noted that reports are circulating that Twitter also sent an offer to former CNN host Don Lemon. But no announcement regarding that had been made at this time. Though if we're being honest, no one seems to give two shits if Don Lemon ever comes back. Republicans think he's delusional, and Democrats think he's an asshole. And everyone else thinks Don Lemon and Tucker Carlson can both go fuck themselves. America's favorite lying sack of shit is back in the news this week, and this time New York Representative George Santos being accused of being the gigantic douchebag we all knew he was. Long Island Congressman has pled not guilty to 13 charges, including stealing from his campaign, money laundering, duping donors, and lying to Congress about being a millionaire. While this is all bad, did anyone else see what this half a fucktard was wearing during his arraignment? Could someone please let the congressman know that when you're overweight and have a tiny dick, tan skinny jeans aren't the way to go. Which actually may explain a lot of Congressman Santos's actions. When everyone can see that you have a micropenis, well, I'm sure you do some stupid shit too. Now, many have speculated that George Santos is innocent of all charges, and this is just a witch hunt, because GOP members don't want a gay man in Congress. So to all those out there who believe that crap, let me be clear. No one thinks he's a scumbag because he's gay. That's like the 25th thing wrong with him. Now we think he's a scumbag because while he was making 120 grand a year in Florida, he also applied for and received unemployment benefits. No offense, New York, but you elected a guy who looks like paint chips were a main food source when he was a kid, and you thought he'd do great. This one's kinda on you. Damn finally tonight, get out the cigars and contact an undertaker because Robert De Niro just announced his seventh fucking child. And since Robbie D is 79 years old, well, I guess you can save the decorations for the baby shower because you're gonna need them when it's time for the funeral because Captain Irresponsible is probably living life like it won't be there tomorrow. And at his age, there's a good chance it won't be. But you know what they always say? The best time to bring a baby into the world is when you can go shopping for diapers for the both of you. Though I doubt that his wife's going to be too happy when she realizes that in another year, she may be wiping two asses. But it's not all a wash. The man started having kids in the 70s when he adopted his first wife's kid, Drina. So, the brighter note being, when the newest little bastard has to bring a parent into school because he got in trouble, they can just call on Big Sis, who's technically old enough to be his grandmother now. And other than having a sibling old enough to buy him beer, the newest De Niro gets to enjoy other perks to being born to such an old as dirt father. Number one being getting a multi-million dollar inheritance when you're seven years old. We see a lot of pussy in this kid's future, and we'll leave it at that. Now, all right, that is the end of our show for episode 13 of season two. We hope you liked what you heard. We do apologize there were no songs this week, but if I don't give the band a break every now and then, well, eventually someone ends up trying to stab someone else with a drumstick. Talking to you, Eddie. 
So hit that subscribe button and follow us on all the major socials. Find us on Amazon Music, Spotify, YouTube, Samsung Podcasts, and more. And if you have a butt flood joke that you'd like to have right on air, send them into the Peter Network at gmail.com. And if they're any good, we promise we'll steal them. Let's see, we didn't warn you. And find the archives at peterpodnetwork.com to find all the full episodes, the songs, the bits, and all the other shit that makes us the Peter Pod Network. So we'll end this the way we always do, and this week's final butt slut joke was sent in all the way from Germany. And yes, we feel incredibly proud that, because of the Peter Pod Network, people from all around the world are making fun of our mascot, the butt slut, because a dumber target has never existed. So for Will in the back, I am Peter Pod, and our mascot, Melissa Cody, a.k.a. the butt slut, just found out the difference between three dicks and a joke. She can't take a joke. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you again next Monday, only on the Peter Pod Network. Just trying to have some fun Just trying to have some fun